Hello, and welcome to another scintillating episode of Retail Nightmares. Oh. <laughs> I am your co-ghost, Jessica DeLau. <laughs> um, moaning in the corner is co-ghost Alicia Tobin. Co-ghost. <laughs> she, something bad happened. I'm a ghost. <laughs> She's a ghost now. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost uh, Halloween time. Boo. Uh, yay. <laughs> uh, and our guest today, straight off a plane all the way from Toronto, she is a musician. She's a karaoke host. She's a crystal tattoo haver. Whoa. Uh, she is a costume enthusiast. It's Liz Collins. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me. Thanks for asking to be on the podcast. <laughs> Super excited. Thanks for saying yes. It would have been really awkward. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, it's like sometimes people ask and we're like, we'll get back to you. And then it doesn't happen. Sorry, everyone. Yeah. But uh, we have a lot of mutual friends. So yeah. I knew you weren't a weirdo. <laughs> We had somebody ask once, this is a long time ago, but it was somebody who acts sort of as a manager for a stand-up comedian I know but don't know well anymore. And uh, I guess the stand-up was rolling into town, and so I got a message from his sort of self-appointed manager, and he's like, do you want to have so-and-so on the podcast? And I was like, uh, has he ever worked a real t retail job? He's like, uh, is that what your podcast is about? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's wow. what it's about. It's cold. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Unfriended. Yeah. <laughs> no. Wow. That's a bad handler. Well, I mean, he's looking for opportunities, and I am not an opportunity provider. No. I'm not an equal opportunity provider. Yeah. You have to have you have to have something going for you. Yeah. I feel like also this won't get you anywhere <laughs> being on this podcast. If That's anything. not true. It's gotten somebody a job before. Oh, that is true. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> it'll get everyone a job. <laughs> yeah. We promise you if you're on our podcast, it'll get you a job. Yeah. I got a new job. Can you I, talk about it? Yeah, I can talk about Sweet. it. I already gave, I gave my notice this week. Congrats. Thank you. It was very difficult to I do. Bet. You love your job. I love my boss. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Telling That's him I, that I got a new job felt like I was breaking up with someone that I was still in love with. And I was like, why am I doing this? I'm such yeah. a big dummy. And you're doing it because you love, I've always felt like you really got a, a lot out of what you're doing, but it must be really hard. It's, Yeah. It's like killing me inside. Yeah. <laughs> but I've done it for three years now. And I'm like, three years is a good amount of time. You found a lot of homes for people that needed homes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the longest time uh, amount of time I've ever had a job. I really? Think. Yeah. So, yeah. It's yeah, like, me three too. Three years is I good. Think. Actually, five. Five yeah. and a half was the longest. Eight, you were longer. Eight was the longest. But that was way too long. What's the oh. shortest amount of time you've had a job? Um, oh, one time I got a telemarketing job and I showed up for my first shift and walked in and then I left. I had the same experience. I, yeah. I sat through the first part of the training and then left. Yeah, it was too weird. Yeah, it seems like, I don't know. I'm just Sturdy thinking, business. I'm just thinking of Sorry to Bother You right now. Have either of you seen that? No, is that what mm -mm. that's about? Oh, yeah, it's so good. It's about like telemarketers because they, when they call, they're like, sorry to bother you. Uh, yeah, you missed that day of the training. <laughs> well, yeah, I actually had, I ended up doing a sort of telemarketing job later on, but it was for a big phone company. Oh, uh, okay. You know, the big... Phonos. Like landlines, because it was, you know, 14 or 15 years ago. Whoa. Your Bell yeah. Canada's? The, the tell you... Tell oh, me. that one. Tell, tell me. Different tell coast. Me. <laughs> you can probably say, yeah. Tell you, tell Smell me. Us. 
smell. Um, <laughs> yeah. Smell a vision on your smell phone. That was me. a weird job. <laughs> yeah. Just Which part? Randomly. The smelling part. <laughs> yeah. Calling random people in Alberta and BC and you'd know who you were calling like a second before they answered. Oh. And sometimes I just remember one person had like a really amazing name and I was just like what <laughs> and they're answering the phone and I was like is Velvet Warrior there <laughs> whoa yeah that's a great name it's an amazing yeah. name yeah and then I had to try to sell them like home networking Ugh. like wireless routers when no one knew what they were oh yeah I barely know what it is really um yeah I'm like well, am I supposed to have one of those <laughs> I think yeah. we do I think we do router. <laughs> I don't know roto roto router <laughs> roto router. Yeah. yeah, isn't that that's the, one of my favorite trucks that I see? Isn't that don't they like uh, put snakes in your uh, snakes in your ladders? <laughs> they put snakes in your poop pipes. Roto tutor. Everybody knows if you have a diva cup, you also have to have snake because then the snake can drink the blood. Yeah, it's a blood snake. Everyone needs oh, a blood man. snake. Happy Halloween, everyone. We're witches. That's now. the problem with Diva Cup is like they were supposed to be cross marketed. The <laughs> blood snake and the Diva Cup. Blood snake sounds like something from one of Jay's mm. comics. The best book ever written. Yeah. Now me see me. <sighs> uh, just you wait for now me see me too. So blood snakes, guys. <laughs> yeah, I would get behind that. I feel like snakes are the next big thing. They're great. Oh, it was man. crystals. Now it's snakes. Yeah. Yeah. Snakes are really cool. Yeah. I uh I feel like maybe it was the first one of one of the first shows I played in Toronto. I don't know if you were there, maybe not. Just for snakes? No, but we called it Snake Fest. Oh. And then every we were playing with like the Ketamines, which is a now defunct Toronto band. Yeah. Um we I don't know why there was like five bands playing the bill and I just like I would always draw a snake on the like merch sign or the sign that said what bands were playing and what times. And I, I didn't never knew what to put at the bottom, so I would just draw a snake. And then my friend Paul from the Ketamines just started calling like every show we would play. We were on tour together. You call it Snake Fest. The other thing that was weird though is the Ketamines. All of their guitars were snakes. Oh, all of their guitars. Yeah, all five of them. All five. It's a five guitar no band. Drums, no drums. No drums. Just guitars. no keyboard. Yeah. No bass. Oh, that would be horrendous. It would be That's beautiful. Why they broke up. <laughs> yeah. So the snakes stay stick still when they're being strummed, <laughs> but then when they're not on stage, they're less, like loosey goosey. Yeah, they're on ketamine, so that's why. They're and then yeah. they, they each get their own diva cop, <laughs> and they're all wearing the outfit that like Britney Spears wears in that music video oh, with the snake. Slave for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just that listened one. to Britney Spears' greatest hits today. Amazing. That's such a good video. Ah, uh, so greasy. Yeah, it was yeah. like a it was a bold fashion choice. I remember. Remember it inspired a lot of like Le Chateau looks. Yeah. I feel like my mom would just walk by the TV and be like, she has no hips or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. She's like athletic. Did you? Um, so there's been like some Instagram drama about her lately. Oh, Ground no. Drama? Is she yeah, okay? Following. Well, that's the question on a lot of people's minds. Is Britney Spears okay? Because she seems to be being managed pretty like strongly. And Not again. She still has... I don't know where she's finding them, but she still has really low rise jeans. Like whenever you see a picture yeah. of her wearing jeans, they're like a one inch just really long. She's got those amazing like uh, boner, oh yeah the lines boner like the bones. dudes have. What but are you're they like, called? Dick lines. Dick lines. Yeah. yeah. 
stink you know, lines. lines. They're She's not stink those. lines. <laughs> She's got different stink lines. lines. So that's a I have stink lines. lines. I think. <laughs> Liz, do you have a retail nightmare you'd like to share with us? Oh man, yeah. Um, or like five hundred. Yeah, I have a few. I was trying to narrow it down to like the greatest hits from. So it's been a couple of years. <laughs> Since I worked, but like the last, you know, long term retail job I had was a shoe store and it was like a little boutique and I loved it. And it was one of those, you know, when you quit your job and you like kind of almost start crying because you love your boss and your people. But uh-huh. you're just like, it's time to move along. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been three years. Yeah. It was one of those like neighborhood stores where you kind of get to know the regulars and the like shit disturbers that come in too. <laughs> Especially when you have like two rules that are like, please no food and you, no pets. Just because, you know, it's a tiny store and like yeah. we love dogs. We want them to come in, but it's too much. Mm-hmm. Dogs and shoes are not like a match made in heaven exactly. either. Yeah. And people would I had always to take my socks out of Hank's mouth to put them back on yeah. before I came here. They'd always like fight with us and we'd be like, please just <laughs> please. <laughs> Please. Um, but yeah, so you know when you have like customers that always do one thing and they get like a nickname? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there's one customer that we called Food Lady. Um, so every time, and it was like a weekly thing, she'd come in the store and be like walking around and eating something weird. Like a shawarma. Yeah. yeah that's the first thing I thought. It's always like she'd be eating like a banana but like have the whole thing out of the peel no that's not hygienic yeah or like a granola bar same way where you're like you have a holder for it and you don't have to touch it yeah (laughs) why she's a a tactile lady yeah but um the worst thing was she was standing like in front of the counter looking at our wall of beautiful socks and taking something out of her bag putting her hand in her mouth and then taking something out of her mouth and putting it in her bag again and i was like what is she doing a ring pop she was eating olives oh <laughs> she was putting the pit in her bag yeah what a dirt asshole like greasy <laughs> greasy olives out How of her you, purse that's, was, what that's, is she doing eating olives like something so pleasurable and having to look at beautiful socks I don't even one or the other i'd like be happy to eat them in restaurants because it's so awkward taking a pit out of your mouth yeah i'll just keep it in my cheek until i go to the bathroom yeah and she was just like like and make gross sounds. Yeah, and gross. like licking her fingers, and I was like, "Oh no!" Licking <laughs> your fingers stop. in public. Yikes. Yeah, yeah. No mean, boundaries. I love shoes, but like, how often do you need to go to a shoe store too? If you're coming in every, it's because yeah. it's in the neighborhood, and she's got nothing else to do. This is like, like me maybe, and Discover Dogs. Yeah, I feel like maybe she was dropping off her kid at music lessons down mm. the street. Oh, or good, something, she had children. But, like, yeah. <laughs> Setting a great example. So you'd repeatedly asked her not to eat in the store? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. So did you have to ask her to stop eating olives? Yeah. Or did you just let it ride that time? No. I was just like, <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> please. Like and every time you asked like, her, was it like the first time she'd ever seen you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> or she'd be like, she'd kind of like giggle and be like, huh? And like shrug. And I'd be like, dude, what? Every week. It's so weird. How did you feel about a cup of coffee? Was it different? A cup of coffee is fine. It's contained. But then like... Not me. I like to go lidless. <laughs> yeah. But I also am finished like, a cup of coffee by the time I get to like a parked car. Yeah. Lean over things with your lidless coffee. Never. Um, she Perfect. did come in once with a, a container of soup. Like, you know, the <gasps> ones that are shaped kind of like a coffee, but shorter. <sighs> and she was drinking the soup out of the container. What an asshole. I know. <laughs> I was like, That's yeah. So did she ever cool. bring her kids in? I'm sure she did. I can't. Yeah. I blocked out so much. I had to go back and visit my former coworker that still works there and be like, can you just, can we rehash a little bit just in case I forgot any. So olives, soup. 
Yeah. Oh, an open container. Loose pot bananas. Loose, loose bananas, bananas and granola bars. Yeah. She sucks. Yeah. Those, like none of those are things I want to eat in public. Not yeah. like granola bar, maybe. But those are all private foods for me. Banana for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'll eat a banana at work in private. I only in the bathroom in the toilet by myself. <laughs> in your diva cup. <laughs> I dip it in my cup. Your blood snake. You share it with your blood snake. Blood snake and I go to the bathroom for diva cup time. <laughs> Maybe that's why uh, things are weird at your job, Alicia. I'm not the weird one. <laughs> um, <laughs> Okay, so when you were talking about this, I've spoken about this family like probably years ago on the podcast, but when I worked at Fourth Avenue at a pharmacy, there was this British family that would come in with two really unruly children. And my manager at the time was like, she made the store very beautiful. It was always so clean. The bathroom was like, everything was just always sparkling. And she would get in there two hours early. She'd stay late. And there was a white, like faux leather or leather couch in this sort of area where people are like, waiting to get their prescriptions or may have had some bad news or just a, kind of like a chill place was pretty. Mm-hmm. And she, I remember I thought of this woman letting her kids and they were always eating like chocolate on the leather couch with their shoes on in Vancouver, jumping up and down on the white leather couch. Oh my God. That's not my retail nightmare. I have two retail dreams. Whoa. Ooh. I have a retail dream too. Yeah. I feel like we might have the same retail dream, but really? I, yeah, I want to hear yours. Okay. Um, that makes me worried that I'm forgetting something nice that happened to us. No, oh no, it wasn't together, but okay. I think it, maybe just you tell it. So I have been doing this thing where I am, uh, getting rid of all the clothes that I don't wear. I've sold a bunch of things. I donated a bunch of things. And then I had this small pile of sort of like, well taken care of brand name things that I can't wear and won't wear and had to part with. It was like, took a long time to get to this space, but it's like, that's it. I'm done. It's like the last pile of things. Wow. So I screwed up my courage on Saturday and took them to um, a store that specializes in like sort of plain but higher end things. And like they're high end for me. I don't think that they'd be high end for lots of people in Vancouver. And I went in and I was so nervous and everything was organized. And I reread the website about what they take and don't take. And the first person at the cash was like, oh, there's some really good choices in here and like there's this brand of jeans and this brand of jeans and this brand of shoes and I was like oh this is really gonna happen <laughs> this is gonna happen they're gonna pick me they're gonna pick me yeah. and then the owner comes by and uh she's putting like stuff some stuff in a bag and some stuff not in a bag and I'm like oh okay so it's not everything they're not gonna take everything and then she just pushes everything across the counter she's like we're not gonna take anything today <gasps> And I just felt really like embarrassed and ashamed. They were not impolite. They were not rude. But it was more like I had kind of put myself out there in a way that I already felt uncomfortable about. Yeah. And I was like, thank you so much. <laughs> and I, like, I took everything, which was then packed up in a weird way. Like I'd packed it up perfectly to fit in my bike baskets. Yeah. And now it was like all a mess. And so then I wandered over to Front and Company mm-hmm. and um, kind of did the same thing. Front and Company is this massive uh, consignment store in Vancouver. It's been there for I don't know how long, a long time. 800 years. 800 years. They do beautiful windows. They've got great stuff. And the woman at the cash was very nice. And she just explained what the process is like. And then I wandered around and looked at all the stuff and tried on a weird pair of shoes. And then they called me and they ended up taking most of my things, which was great. Nice. And then if they sell, I get money. And then the woman at the cash introduced herself and Front and Company staff listens to our podcast. Oh my gosh. While they work. Whoa. Which was really cool. That's a nightmare because I went in there 
<laughs> I went in there this week and I tried on something and it was so wrong. And I was like, that's what happens. But I like walked out and it was like dragging on the ground. And I was like, why did I do this? <laughs> And I, was I tried like, on a pair of shoes that looked so cute, and then I put them on. They were fluvogs, and I have like I'm an anti fluvog mm-hmm. policy because I think they look great in pictures, in theory, yeah. and on shelves. And then when I put them on, I'm like, "You are a clown woman." Yeah, and it's um, like I have one pair, and every time I put them on, I'm like, "Oh, these are so nice." Anyways, back to <laughs> the woman Sonia. It was a real puppo, and uh, I had really. It was really nice. It wasn't the last store's fault that I felt so embarrassed, but it was just an uncomfortable situation. I never consigned anything before. And yeah. I felt a little bit let on with the, oh, these are great things, which is what I would totally say. So mm-hmm. someone's feelings yeah. wouldn't be hurt. But then I felt pretty good because they took most yeah. of the things. They I took like two front. things that I I understand why they didn't take. And they explained why. And I'm like, this is what customers are looking for. And this is what they aren't looking for. And they're like, Alicia, this is a garbage bag with a happy face drawn on it. <laughs> That's in my mustard. dress. <laughs> yeah. And then a farmer man showed up. It was embarrassing. <laughs> He's like, hey, got any overalls? <laughs> they do. I have overalls. <laughs> and then I biked all the way to Kitsilano because Whoa. I wanted to go to Gravity Pope which is such a beautiful Ooh. shoe store, but you have to go to Kits. Yeah. So it was a toss up, yeah. right? Like the hellscape that is Kitsilano went into uh, Whole Foods Kits. Jeez, Ooh, not yeah. a fun place. It's no. so poorly laid out. Everything is too narrow there. There's and too people, many are people just want to line up and get their stuff. And then they're worried they'll lose their space in line if they make room for you. And uh, there's a skincare sale. And that's why I popped Ooh, in because I thought maybe nice. I would get like... The things that I like on sale, but no, they didn't have any of it. No, because they don't stock any of the good stuff anymore. No. Bullshit. But then I went to Gravity Pope and had a very good sales experience with a real great salesperson. And he was patient. It took me an hour to decide on a pair of shoes. It's never happened. New shoes. Mm-hmm. No shoes. No shoes. I love new shoes. No shoes. Because like, part of me was like, no shoes, because I'm going to sell these ones at Front and Company, which will balance out this price tag yeah oh. they haven't sold it front <laughs> they may never sell but now um, i want to go there and try and guess all the things that are yours <laughs> oh you would know probably there's not that many things i went in there this week and i even had the thought in my head like i hope no one here listens to retail nightmares because i was like so embarrassed by like the way i was dressed and also what i tried on because it was like you know when you see something and you can't tell if it's great or if it's hideous yeah all the time and there's only <laughs> one of it in consignment yeah exactly so you can't yeah. say like yeah yeah it's tough and you're like is this a gem or yeah like, or is this a hen and you can't like ask the <laughs> person working okay so sorry i when i stopped into the shoe store that i used to work in my former co-worker told me that that day someone just went in and held up a shoe like just like a black pump and she said well i like this oh my god <laughs> Will I like this? Yeah. I'd love it if someone can make decisions for me. Wow. Will I like this? I don't know. Who are you? (laughs) There's so many like, yeah, irrational needs from people when they're buying shoes sometimes. I was that person at Gravity Pope. I was having a really tough day. I'd had a tough week at work. I've been looking at buying like a pair of black boots for maybe a year and a half. Yeah. Like I look at them a lot. And then I went in there and I was like, what? Oh my God, the prices of some things. So much money. Some of the things. And some of the things are normal. Some of the things in there look like shoes that only people from Jesus times would wear. Like and they're a thousand dollars. Yeah, it's shocking. I held a pair of thousand dollar shoes today. Oh really? Where were you? Um in my friend's apartment. Oh. (laughs) Uh, her yeah, her 
partner has just like a shoe collection. Wow. Um, and so these were Yeezys. Okay. Um, and so not only were they $1,000, but they were like the most hideous shoes I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like they yeah. looked like something like an alien dork would wear. Like not even a cool alien. Like just not like, Mork. No. Like, like a fake Mork. Yeah, like Bork. <laughs> yeah. Just like so weird. And I'm like, okay, so you've just made these weird things and then crafted this sort of, I don't know, mystique around them and this like celebrity sort of Yeah, and when you cult. see them out of context, they're just garbage. You're like, yeah. I saw them and I was like, what are these ones? She's like, those are the most expensive. And I was like holding it and I was like, this is a thousand dollars. And I'm the like, I have to say a gravity pope, the shoes that are a thousand dollars are beautiful. Oh really? yeah. They're all like handmade and gorgeous and like yeah. kissed by a baby so angel. Soft. Even the things that I don't like, I'm like, mm, I get it. Yeah, yeah. It's artisanal. Jessica, what's your retail dream? Uh, my retail dream is I went to the no waste grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought, was just there last I night. You might have gone there because yeah. I saw that you were eating the like vegan Nora's ice cream. Yeah, they have it in glass there. They and have it's in it paper there. everywhere else. Yeah. You can return it and get your deposit on the jar. Um, and it was just so nice to be in there, even though I felt like a total like ding dong. <laughs> so this is called Nada. It's on Broadway near Fraser in Vancouver. It's our first no waste grocery store. It's beautiful inside. It's very similar to the soap dispensary, though, in like principle, but it's more produce. And yeah, because I'd never been in the be before, I just didn't really know like how things worked. And of, of course, there's signs everywhere and there's like a whole area for bagging things and putting them in jars. And if you don't bring your own jars, you can like rent a jar from them and pay a deposit. Or there's like a whole section where people can bring their own containers to donate, like jars to donate that you don't need anymore mm. that someone else can have for free, which is cool. And I was just like, well, I don't really want to buy anything right now, but I kind of want to buy something just to be like, I came in and supported them. So I, I was buying this sort of like reusable cloth bag um, that I was like, I can take my lunch to my new job in this every day. And I was like feeling all excited. And then my friend uh, picked up a giant portobello mushroom and she's like, look at this. Look how amazing this is. And I was like, oh, I'm going to buy it for Jay to like as a gift because <laughs> like that's the sort of thing that like, Jay, I got you a treat. And it's like big mushroom. And like he goes like, wow, you get so excited. Um, but so she picked it up and then we were like, oh, I bet it's like super expensive. Like how much could it be? And then so we were like, well, well, let's weigh it and like see how much it is. The bag or the mushroom? The mushroom. No, the bag was like five bucks. It was like lovely. It's like made with recycled fabric and it's really cool. Um, but then we didn't know where to go. So I was like, oh, there's scales over here. And then it's like the wrong kind of scale. And then the woman working there is like, do you need help? Like that's for like weighing things you put in a jar. And I'm just like carrying around this giant mushroom being like just in your hand, just in my hand, because there's nothing, to, there's put nothing it in. to put it in. So and then I've already touched the mushroom and I'm like, no matter how much this costs, I'm definitely buying it because I've been yeah. carrying it across the store now and I feel like a big weirdo. And then she's like, I can weigh it for you. And then it said the price in pounds, but then it weighed it in kilograms. And I was like, I don't know, is this cheap or expensive or whatever? It was cheap. It was fine. It was like under $2. And so I was like, <laughs> Shit. yeah, I was like, deal. I'm definitely yeah. getting this mushroom. Um, but <laughs> uh, oh, my blood snake is going to love slithering on it. Yeah. yeah. My, it's going to go great with a lovely diva cup sauce. Um, it's just for the snake. Just for the snake. No, it's just yeah. a treat for the snake. Um, 
But yeah, I'm just the retail dream. I'm the nightmare because I just don't read instructions and try and figure out. It's a really new experience. Like I went in one other time before I made a purchase because I just had to figure out what was going on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you have to kind of plan to go in there, have your containers. Yeah, have all your jars. Unless you just want to eat ice cream, which is perfect. Yeah. Well, I did want to get that Nora's mint chocolate chip ice cream. But then I had to go to work after that. So I was sort of like, uh, would it be weird if I just like came to work with a big jar of ice cream being like, go to put this in the freezer. Don't let me forget. I do that all the time at work. Well, I'll do it next time. Yeah, it's so good. But yeah, that place is a dream. Everyone should go support there. It's like a little bit of planning and effort to go there. But now that you can't recycle any plastics. But it's great. I know it's kind of just. You can't recycle plastics? A lot of them, China's not taking anymore. Oh, I didn't hear that. Of our plastics. <sighs> Things aren't good. Yeah, it's not good. Speaking of which, do you have another retail nightmare for us? I do have another one. Let's do this. Uh, <laughs> okay. Hold on, blood snake. <laughs> I'm trying to decide. Is the blood snake just whispers? That well, was- he just was like, hey, you said that we were going to watch 90 Day Fiance later. And I was like... <laughs> I've got like Bloodsnake to deal with now. I've got Hank. I've got Farmer Man. Wow. I've got so, like seven crushes on the go. It's a lot. Seven. Wow. I'll never talk to any of them. Do, Do you, okay. So does Farmer Man and Bloodsnake get along well? No. They've never actually been seen at the same time. But oh. that's because <laughs> that's because Farmer Man has tried to kill every snake he's oh, ever met. So he's not allowed in the house when Bloodsnake's around. Oh, wow. Does, which is only one week of the month. <laughs> Does, do you think the blood snake looks like, um, do they look like tremors? Oh, yeah. No, like blood that. snake looks like he's kind of googly eyed. <laughs> okay. He's a pretty easygoing guy. Cute. <laughs> Very cute. Yeah. Wait, does he have, uh, he's male. Yeah. So I does, mean, mine is. Does. I mean, I'm guessing. I don't know how to tell. Well, snakes have a thing called a hemipene. Oh, wait. Is that what farmer <laughs> men has? you know this. I've looked, I've Googled snake penis before and it looks like you took a surgical glove and blew it up. So it's like this weird, like utter thing. It's oh man, horrendous. Have you ever Googled bat penis? Oh no, but I will now. <laughs> it's pretty much like a human. It's seasonal. Oh really? It's hilarious. I'm like not surprised for some reason. Like they seem sort of human-ish. <laughs> bat penis. <laughs> Is this a good podcast? Yeah. What about bat peanut? <laughs> Will that still come up? What about bat peanuts? Peanuts? Yeah. Oh. Maybe it's just a bat eating a peanut. Oh, I don't like it. It's so <laughs> It's <Sorry>. so human. <laughs> it's like fully up. <laughs> Everyone <stop> Wow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it is just like a, so funny. <laughs> okay, like, oh, look hey. again. Okay. Poor guy. He looks so confused. <laughs> He's like, why is it so big? Why are you my taking body? my picture? Oh. <laughs> it's like, don't show people at high school. Oh, I like it that it's upside down. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like definitely gonna like pee on him. Are they human? They do look human. I know it's crazy. Oh, my God. I love bats. I feel so bad for them. It's, like, pretty yeah. big, proportional to the rest of its body. Right? I like this one. <laughs> That's the one I'm looking at right now. Aw. <laughs> he looks like he's having a good time. Anyway, yeah. okay, Anyways, this has been sorry. bat peen moment. Bat peen. Sorry, we're a bunch um, of perverts. Oh, yeah, another retail nightmare. Okay, so same shoe store. 
at one point, it was like right before Easter weekend, a couple days before, and there was like a kind of like hipster butcher store next to us. Like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it was annoying for me because he would always come over and be like, I brought you guys food. Oh, you're a vegetarian? <laughs> and it was like, that's very rude. Cool. Thanks. <sighs> yeah. So I was like, whatever, like, man. You knew what you were doing when you came over here. Yeah. Ugh. Everyone else was like, yeah, it's cool. Um, but yeah, so a couple days before Easter one year, all of a sudden the store like was not open and there was a sign like, sorry, family emergency. And of course, all these people had shoe store, the butcher store, the butcher store was closed. Um, and of course everyone in the neighborhood kept being like, Hey, where's buddy? Like I ordered a turkey. Oh yeah. And we were like, "Mm, wait, a turkey at Easter? Why would we know? Yeah. I think it was Easter. Easter. Anyway. It checks out that you're a vegetarian. Yeah. Because mm. <laughs> I, I know about yeah. as little. <laughs> we ordered a being. Yeah. <laughs> um, For Jesus. Yeah. And then we were like, yeah, we don't know. And then a few days later, like there had been, it's like an old building, na- old neighborhood. And like there had been like dead rat smells before. And I was in the basement of the store and I was like, it smells like something died maybe. Like maybe there's a mouse and I was trying to find the smell and I couldn't find the smell. And then, like, it just kept getting worse. Oh, no. I'm so scared. (laughs) Yeah. It's not the butcher, is it? Well, this was the thing. I was like, okay, like, you know, I'm going to call the owner of the store and see if she can do anything, like, call the landlords next Mm -hmm. door. And they were like, I don't know, for some reason, they couldn't go in to check out, like, if something was happening in the butcher shop, because that was my head right away. I was like, oh, there's probably something gross that's, like, not in the fridge. Yeah. And then I think we called the city and they were like, well, no, like the building owner has to do it or the business owner. So I feel like it was a month (gasps) of my store smelling like dead things and us having to like just have the door open and like burning scented candles everywhere. Oh, my gosh. It was so bad. Um, And then finally, I think the owner of my store called the police and said, we think maybe there's a dead body next door because it smells so bad. And that was how it like finally got dealt with. Oh, thank God. But yeah, it was just like all the like garbage from the butcher shop that never got taken outside. So there was just all this rotting meat. Oh my God. Like rotting stuff. What happened to the butcher? Did he just take off? Yeah, he just never like reopened. Whoa. Because like, I guess he hadn't been paying rent or something. Oh. Um, But yeah, then like a new butcher shop opened eventually. Of course. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. Ew. Yeah, that's really freaky. Yeah. The same thing happened to me. Like I've talked about it before on the podcast, but not for probably years. <laughs> um, where yeah, we thought there was dead animals, and my boss wouldn't do anything, so I just had to get like I borrowed my mom's like aromatherapy diffuser, and just had to have the doors open all the time, and I just would get really bad headaches every day because like being around that like death and decay smell is like. Everything in your body, like all your sort of like evolutionary instincts are like, get away from the death yeah. smell. So bad. Yeah. It's oh. what a nightmare. Yeah. Gross. Gross. So how much money have you spent on the red hot chili peppers? <laughs> 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 Just going to pretend the song's playing now. Get myself hyped up. No, no, no. See a t-shirt. I get really into it. It's really um, good. How much money have you spent? Okay, well, I 
don't think I ever personally bought like a CD, but it definitely, um, me and my brother went to see Beavis and Butthead do America in the theater, nice. which features the roller coaster of love song. Yeah. And we definitely made my dad buy the CD soundtrack. <laughs> so we're real Beavis and Butthead heads in my house. Like huge. That yeah. movie's great. I also, in relation to the chai peps, um, <laughs> when I back my my last uh, online dating experience, I went on a Tinder date with this dude, and we were talking about music and stuff, and he was like into cool music, and it was like you know having an okay time, whatever. And then he mentioned that in high school he was in a chai peps cover band. Oh. And they were called the Chili Willies. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, first date, second date, married. What, where are yeah. you guys at now? It was amazing. Um, yeah. Anyway, that was our first and last date. <laughs> the Chili Willies. It Did it just very funny. get worse from there, basically? It was like, it was fine. We just got really drunk and then I was like, okay, bye. No. <laughs> no. No. Um, no fisting. Yeah, no fisting. Um, no blood snake. Yeah, just got drunk that's, and had a f- fun whatever. But no, that's fine. Yeah, it was fine. And then I was like, "Cool, see you later." Was Bye. this guy in Toronto? And then he rode away on his BMX. Yeah. Wow, that sounds great. <laughs> we need to like somehow hook this old Tinder date of yours up with Alex Hudson so they can be friends. They can be friends. And, like, yeah. Reignite the chili willy. Trying to track him down. I don't even remember what his name was. <laughs> oh, the wonders of dating. Yeah. So like. Did he, I know this is not really like first date material, but like, would they wear like socks on their ding dongs? I don't know. It was <laughs> high school, so, so like, I hope not because oh, yeah. it would be a little creepy. So, Liz, yeah, it's time for honking on Bobo. Or, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we, or, <laughs> oh, yes, or Chuglin. Honk on Bobo, Okay, if no one has listened to the podcast before and heard this segment, this is uh, an ultimatum where we have until the count of three to choose Honkin' on Bobo or Chuglin. Honkin' on Bobo is like a disgusting seeming Aerosmith album and Chuglin is a word and it's sort of like a way of life. Like Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but it's, it's the kind it's of a song. You're the kind of person that has a bathrobe that's never closed properly. Mm. <laughs> if you're a chuglin kind, see, this is the type of person that I will not miss from my current job. <laughs> yeah, it's happened a few times in the past few months. That happened to my neighbor when she was like, "I'm gonna bring my neighbor's Amazon package to his door." Oh no! She was like, "Uh." I don't understand why people feel the need to open the door if they're not dressed yeah i had that happen i it was one of my retail nightmares where the customer was exposed <sighs> but i think it was on purpose yeah i think there was always like on her side like a bit of a flirt happening on my side there was a bit of a uh, please stop doing that yeah like please put away your labia ma'am it was her boob yeah no i figured anyway i was um, just looking at the honking on bobo album cover <laughs> i just needed a just reminding reminded yourself. myself so of, it's a it's a harmonica mm-hmm. with a lip stick print on it uh, like someone's been honking. oh can you imagine them when they see the artwork oh i like that oh it's like a dick uh, <laughs> no you think totally yeah you're right <laughs> we should put a scarf on it yeah <laughs> that's, what that's, what, that's what they did first but you just chili like, peppers not enough like no you have to cover it with a whole sock <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah just a little wispy scarf dangling on your ding dong um okay so liz 
yeah. on the count of three and Alicia okay. and me. Honkin' on Bobo or Chuglin. One, two, three. Honk on Bobo. Oh, oh, yeah. So you're a honker. Today you are, at least. It could change tomorrow. Yeah. All we are is honking in the wind. That's true. Um, So before we move on to Papo of the Week, I just want to invoke the biscuit demon. Oh, yeah. Biscuit demon is here. Biscuit, bisco, deem, deem, biscuit, deem, deem, deems. Yeah, biscuit, deem, deems. Was that a drawing that Jay made? Yeah, That's so beautiful. I was trying to find. I was going onto that like bootleg daycare Instagram. Do you know that Instagram? No. Um, it's really great. It's you know how uh when you've got like a community childcare place and they're um they've got like a little mural on the side and they've got like a SpongeBob and a big bird and it's just like painted by someone who like kind of knows what they look like but it's yeah. not really um anyway that this is collections of photos of that sort of thing um so I knew I used to follow this Instagram I don't anymore because it was just like too too much but uh, I knew that there was some good like bootleg cookie monsters Ooh, so nice. I was like oh I'll find one of those <laughs> and then Jay was like I can draw a better picture of the biscuit demon than that. And so he he designed it for us. So good. So the biscuit demon's here. Um at this time at this time uh, of year, the biscuit demon's just gonna pop up every now and then. That's great. Um just hang out. Nice. Biscuit demon doesn't really say anything. But is he here now? Yeah, he's here now. I can see him. Ooh. <laughs> you can't see him? Mm-mm. I can smell it. it smells like vanilla. <laughs> yeah, that's his parts. <laughs> He's great. He's gassy. Nonstop. Well, he only eats cookies Mm. and dough. Am I the biscuit demon? Anyway, we'll check back in on another episode with a biscuit demon. So it's time for Popo of the Week. (laughs) That was the big surprise when I was like, I've got a surprise for you. I was like, I didn't want to scare anyone, but biscuit demon's coming. So Liz, who is yeah. your Papa of the week? Okay. Um, I have two. So is it weird if one of them's a dog that I haven't actually met in real life no, yet? Not at all. Not at all. Um, <laughs> yeah. really what this was supposed to be about. Uh, um, <laughs> so my cousin got a golden retriever puppy. Oh, God. Yeah. He's a big doofus. His <laughs> name is Indiana Bones. Oh. They just call him Indy. Indiana He's Bones. very cute. Um. And the other day she posted a picture on Instagram of um, her freezer drawer. Like it's one of the ones that's on the bottom Mm -hmm. with like something weird on it circled. And she said, these are little bits of Indy's tongue because I opened the freezer door and then I just heard a yelp. Like she just went to check for something and he had walked up and stuck his tongue to the side of the freezer door. He's okay. Yeah, of course. But like, just what a dummy. Well, he, how would he know? He's yeah, just, he's just he, like, huh. Just investigating. Yeah, it was so cute. <laughs> She's oh, like, God. I felt really bad, but then I realized, like, we've all been there. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Childhood. <laughs> so Adulthood. For that some. was really cute. Where did they live? 
Uh, in Prince George. Okay. Yeah. So, so I'll probably never meet the dog. Oh, man. Um, but <laughs> you never say never. Yeah. You never know. And my other puppo is my boyfriend, Niall. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> He's really excited that I'm on Retail Nightmares. Um, it's really cute. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's all. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. He's, He's a puppo. My heart. You're allowed to have, like, life puppos. Yeah. Um, Alicia, who's your puppo? I have so many. Um, Hank. Hank's my puppo. He has this new jump that he started doing a couple of weeks ago, maybe a couple of months ago, where he launches himself off the bed, goes straight out, and almost hovers before he drops down onto his ball or oh. toy that he's pouncing on. Like some Matrix shit. It's crazy. I don't know how, when he started doing it, because it's different. Before, it would be like the motivation for jumping off the bed was to get onto the floor. But now it's like it's a game where he's like, I'm going to get this toy that I'm playing this kind of imaginary game with because he's a very playful dog. Uh, of course, he ended up limping because of that, but he's fine now. He's such a nerd. <laughs> um, then I saw this dog downtown the other day when I was with Chris Benson, and we were going. We just saw Sean Devlin's movie, When the Storm Fades, which is amazing if anyone gets a chance. And we were on our way to see my friend Kid Koala play, this little mini orchestra thing that he does, which was great. And I saw this dog is weird. It was like a Shibu Inu style dog, but much bigger, like the size mm. of a small husky. Oh, like an Akita? Nope. Huh. I don't like Akitas. Huh. They scare me. So I would not normally introduce myself. <laughs> so I introduced myself to the dog, and then the dog looked at me and then got up on its hind legs and put its paws on my chest and looked right into my eyes and kissed my face. Whoa. And I was like, that's nice. You're married. Um... <laughs> Yeah, And then today I was walking Hank before, like after work, I took him for a nice slow walk. We met this bulldog who's turning a year old. He's one year and Hank's turning two this week, which his owner pointed out. He's like, mm, they have the same birthday a year apart. Uh, and his name was Saint and got along so well with Hank. So H Hank's like was jumping over this really beautiful bulldog and playing and it was so nice. So Saint, mm, that's it. Good papa. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I have a couple puppos also. Bluffles. Um, So we didn't record last week. I was sick. That's okay. Mm. Um, my boss and his wife um, have been away on vacation, but like we don't have an office. We just work out of their house. And so while they were away, they let my colleague and I just go to their house and work and, you know, eat whatever's in the fridge. Very generous people. And so I was getting an apple and there was a bird sitting on the back porch and it had obviously flown. It was a really windy day, mm. obviously flown into the side of their patio, like a glass sort of siding and just gotten dazed. And so we immediately were like, oh, my gosh. And we didn't even like we didn't even consult with each other about like what we were going to do. We just sprang into action, grabbed a box, put a towel in it. I put on rubber gloves, picked up the bird, put it in there. She was like, I'll drive. <laughs> like it was just, we instantly were like on the same wavelength. And I was like, I know where the place where we're going to take this, like it's an animal emergency clinic. And we were like, okay, this is great. It was, the bird was very, very good. It was like a sweet little sort of brown grayish bird. And it was, you know, it was breathing and it was okay. And it sort of, when I picked it up, it sort of like hopped into my hands and Aww. birds are so amazing. Like they don't, feel like they weigh anything yeah um yeah. and then it was alert and sort of like okay in the box and then we got it to the place and they were like this is great it just looks like it's dazed like you did the right thing we'll look after it until 
it's feeling better and then we'll release it or we'll look after it into a different um, like wildlife rescue and send a volunteer to come pick it up and care for it. We're like, oh, good. OK. And then we go back to work and we're like, that, that was so nuts that we did that. Oh, my gosh. Like what a what a thrill rod. You know, like there was a bunch of like adrenaline pumping. And so then later that day we go down to the soap dispensary which is not far from where my boss's house is and i had to buy the solvent to clean my bike because the painting company that painted my house sprayed my bike with paint anyway Fuck. long story it's fine now they paid for it all i got it taken care of but as we're walking back at main and 21st i'm about to step down on the sidewalk and i noticed there is an animal just sitting there in some sort of distress, oh. but alive and breathing. And we couldn't figure out if it was either like a very large mouse or a very small rat. Um, <laughs> it was most likely a juvenile rat, but it was breathing, but it was breathing sort of quickly, but not moving and, you know, just sitting out, which is unusual. So there's a cafe right beside it. And uh, there's a guy bringing the chairs in and I sort of let him know. And he immediately went inside and went to get a box. But I had just bought a bunch of uh, things that came in little paper boxes at the soap dispensary. So I dumped all the stuff out of the boxes in my bag and then just took the two boxes and sort of scooped up the little animal in it. And he was so out of it that he was just like, sure, I'll go in this box now. This sounds good. And so then I'm like, here we go again to this animal clinic. So I went <laughs> twice in the same day. And uh, when I stopped in, I was like, I know this is weird, but uh, I was here earlier and I brought in a bird and is it doing okay? And they were like, yeah, the bird's great. Like Aww. you did the right thing. And so I was just like, what a stressful day. Um, and then a day later, we were at my boss's house and I looked out the window and there was another bird in the same spot. That bird didn't make it though. So we gave it a funeral and we named it Cornelius. So those Aww. are, those are all my puppos. Um, Birdo. Rado and Cornelius, but this was all in two days. Like That's what's a lot happening? Of yeah. Animal <sighs> hospital. And then on the same day, I think on the second day or the first day, I got an email from the wildlife rescue place that it, I give money to them occasionally, like charitable donations. And they sent an email saying like, now is the time to donate because <laughs> like apparently so many migratory birds are totally off course due to, wildfires and like climate change and everything so and it was a really windy day so like they're just like they don't know where they are and they're slamming into stuff so everybody donate to the wildlife rescue <laughs> foundation or whatever's in your local area and uh, look out for animals on the ground I feel like the only reason why I notice these things is because I'm always like trying to be like as observant as possible and looking at the ground and looking everywhere. But if I wouldn't have looked down, I totally would have stepped on that rat. Anyway, but you didn't. It was, yeah, it was a, mm. like a whirlwind of a week. <laughs> well, I mean, we all can't be Indiana bones. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. I should have given better names to the first two animals. No, was, you did great. It was just the second time my, my coworker had to go babysit so like when I was carrying the rat, I had to drive myself and I just was driving with one hand and then holding the rat in the box, like <laughs> very delicately and like making sure it was okay. And there was so much traffic because it was the Beyonce Jay-Z uh, show that night. And so there was just like traffic everywhere and I had to go like way out of my way to get there. And I was like, everyone who like sees me trying to merge and like... <laughs> 
is in traffic and like notices me like I bet none of them know that I have a rat in a box that I'm holding right <laughs> now and then I was like am I uh really weird <laughs> for doing this but I you know what are you what else are you gonna do anyway enough about <laughs> that you have your own podcast called dead rat podcast uh the oh. rat was okay good saving private ratty <laughs> yeah so Liz yeah what do you have to plug Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> well, sometimes I host karaoke at the Owls Club in Toronto. So if you're in Toronto on Saturday nights, Owls Club, it's the place to be. Sounds I'm the like backup, it. backup host now, officially. <laughs> so there's like a one in 10 chance that I will be your host. <laughs> but it's fun anyway, you know. Yeah. It's like a classic uh, Legion style basement. Nice. So yeah, it's good vibes. Um, I, oh, if you watch Shit's Creek, <laughs> the season finale of next season, I, uh, worked on a costume for one of the characters. <laughs> That's all I can tell you about it, really. So, That's yeah. awesome, Watch though. the season finale of season six of Shit's Creek. Um, there's a music video coming out soon for a band in Toronto that I helped animate, too. That's awesome. Called, they're called Teen Ravine, um... And yeah, I don't know. I'll post updates on my Instagram when that stuff happens, I guess. And so people want to follow yeah. you on Instagram. What's your... Liz Bess Collins. Mm. Mm. Bess, like B-E-S-S. Because that's the name my family calls me. Ah, oh, Bess. Yeah, Bess. I almost like accidentally have referred to you as Bess so many times on this that's podcast. Okay. And then I'm like, that's not your name. I don't know you well enough to call yeah. you that. Um, yeah, you just posted a really good picture of a deer. Oh, like, yeah. Up close and personal. So, yeah, yesterday I was in Calgary leaving my mom's oh, house beautiful. and she turned the corner and I was like, oh, shit. And she's like, what? And I was like, there is a deer in front of your car. <laughs> like, she just didn't see it because it's kind of it's all snowy and dark and gray there. But it's and Calgary and I feel like they probably just see it. Yeah. All the time. There's kind of deer foot trail. They're it's close like to the park, Fish Creek Park. And <laughs> yeah, we turned the corner and it was just this deer in the middle of the road. I was like, there's a deer. And then he ran next to the car. So I got a oh. little picture and I was like, oh, oh also a puppo. So, so cute. Animals are just amazing. They are amazing. I love animals and I love plants. And I am not <laughs> opening my mouth when I talk anymore. Oh, God. People in Australia do that a lot on really? TV and then I can't tell what they're saying. Really? Yeah. That's and so I'm like, weird. Ugh. Are they like ventriloquists? Okay, I have to stop doing that. It's oh, making yeah. my jaw hurt. Australia is cool. Yeah. Very cool. They've got very cool animals down there. Down there in my crotch. <laughs> yeah. There's like crabs, other things, uh, blood snake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. cool. Alicia, what do you have to plug? There'll be a new episode of Super Sick Podcast uh, coming out very soon. Awesome. Come draw with me. November still has tickets. Uh, so it's the 1st of November, I think, uh, 1st of December. The show will sell out. We do not have shows booked for the new year. So if he's something you wanted to see and you've never you've never been to the show, I recommend doing that. Um, it's so good. It's better than ever. <laughs> it's better than ever. It's new and improved. I think that is it for like comedy stuff that I have booked. Um, how about you, Jessica? Uh, oh, we have the podcast festival. Oh, yeah. On November 10th. November 10th. Saturday, November 10th at yeah. the Rio. Yeah, come. We're going to be giving away tickets the week before. So we have a, two tickets for two people who either are going to travel to the podcast festival or live in Vancouver. 
We'll be giving them away on our Facebook page. Um, it's a great night of podcast stuff, and it's a great neighborhood to go see something in. And it's the first podcast festival here, so we're yeah. pretty excited. One of my friends is the organizers, and I'm very excited. Uh-huh. Um, I have a show on October 19th in Abbotsford. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so come on out, teens. It's all ages. Uh, yeah. Where is it? It's at some sort of like youth center. Okay. Are you somehow accidentally going to get converted? To- uh, yeah, that yeah. was my question. There's going to be Christian? like a... It's going to be like a hot youth pastor who's just going to like tell me how much he loves Radiohead and you too. And I'll be like, cool. <laughs> I've heard of those bands. No. Okay. It is at I, I'll, I Lead Abbey, a nonprofit organization curating future leaders via mentorship and education within the arts, music, and culture. Mm. Definitely sounds Christian, it. but... Mm-hmm. Uh, they're saying it without saying it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like my pregnancy crisis center. My Pradar is uh, <laughs> hanging. Um, that's a, a term that's coined by Josiah Hughes. I have to. Pradar. Yeah. Pradar. Yeah. So come to that. So this has been Retail Nightmares podcast. Uh, Liz, you're a great guest. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Please come back the next time you're in town. Thank I know you, you so have much. like a stockpile and we want to hear it all. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, Jessica, you're always a dream. Jay, thank you for uh, everything that you do for the podcast and the beautiful biscuit demon yeah. um, that you created for us, who's now here sometimes. I'm not sure when. Usually I'll smell vanilla. It's he's like right sulfur for other you. demons. <laughs> um, it's okay. He's busy. He's just eating a cookie. If you like the podcast, give us a fine rating on iTunes, please. <laughs> More than fine. Well, like a fine rating is five stars. Yeah, like fine. Five, five for fine and five. Um, If you <laughs> want to be a a patron of the arts donate to our patron account <laughs> this is uh, art money goes to buy uh liquor <laughs> nude vodka sodas nude vodka sodas cabs pays jay it goes to uh feeding my blood snake when i have <laughs> to buy extra blood yeah uh yeah donate to the patreon i'll put up a new uh red hot chili peppers react vid uh oh nice didn't do it last month. Sorry, it's been a real busy month. I uh, quit my job and got a new job. So. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you so yeah. much, Les. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, everyone, have a good week and remember that there's still kindness in this world. Bye. 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 Bye.